This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Good morning, Village Church, or evening, or afternoon, whatever day of the week it is you're listening to this. But uh, technically, it's Wednesday on the day of release. I'm in the studio with Pastor Matt Young. He's our worship pastor. And Matt, here's the question of the day. How do I read and interpret different genres of the Bible? So let me just ask you a question. What is a genre? A genre would be a different type of writing. So you have your narratives, you have your poetry, you have wisdom literature all throughout the Bible. You have epistles, um, prophetic literature. There's all, so each genre is a different type or style of Mm -hmm. writing. And obviously there's going to be a different approach as to how to understand what's being written. All right. So now let me break it down. Let's make it even simpler. A few basic genres, get rid of Bible language. Okay. Um, give me one basic genre, then I'll give you one, then you will go back and forth. Sure. Uh, historical fiction. Okay. Letter, personal letter. Okay. Poetry. Mm. Musical poetry, songs. Mm. Prose. What's prose, technically? <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think you pulled it out of your butt. You're like, what is prose? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Written or spoken language in its ordinary form without metrical structure. Non-poetic stuff. Oh, okay. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. Uh, I got one. History. Mm. I got one. Nonfiction. <laughs> Nonfiction. <laughs> you have another one, which is like prophetic uh, words, meaning mm-hmm. um, it's a whole genre that is about talking about what's going to happen in the future. Oftentimes, prophecy and poetry um, come together into one, in the Bible at least, into mm-hmm. that kind of genre. Uh, so a genre is a sort of type of literature, okay? Um, so now the question is, how do I read and interpret different genres of the Bible? Um, so what are some, let's just, let's make this really simple because actually people think this is really hard and I don't think reading the Bible no. is hard at all. Um, in fact, most people intuitively know how to do it if they yes. know the genre. So give some examples of modern day genres and how we intuitively know how to interpret them differently. Well, you would understand like the imagery in a poem is not meant to be understood literally in the sense that, you know, if there's similes and metaphors, you're not going to, you're not going to apply those and say, oh, mm. I'm trying to think of something off the mm. cuff. I don't know. The, the, the Beatles song, I am the walrus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. when he says that line, he's yeah. not really saying I am physically, literally a yep. walrus. Yep. You know, so there's. I, I, there's got to be a Beatles genre for like songs written on drugs. That mean nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> True enough. Shouldn't open that can, I guess. But, uh, you know, those kind of things would yep. be interpreted as yep. the imagery that they are instead of literal. So I'm not going to read Calvin and Hobbes as history. I'm not going to read the newspapers, poetry. It's We understand genres everywhere. Like even when you drive down the road and you see a stop sign, that's actually a genre. That's a style. It's a it's a, uh, a form of, of written communication that has purpose and intention. You don't read it as history. You don't read it as poetry. You read it literally. Um, but you also read it within its rules. And so the stop sign has rules around it, meaning it depends on what's happening around you. It depends what's happening, what kind of street you're on, which direction you're turning. Depends on if you want to obey the law. If you want to obey the law, you know. So intuitively, though, you and I, uh, we obey the rules of genre every day, all day long. Mm -hmm. Um, When we write in a journal, right? That's a different genre of literature. It's self-reflection. It's Mm -hmm. not really poetry unless we're getting all poetic, whatever, you know. But when we listen to music, we intuitively know how to translate like how to translate music into our brain. 
I think most people just don't quite understand what genre they're reading. And because of that, they get all mixed up. So, for example, um, think for a moment. I'm going to put you on the spot. Sure. Pick a gospel. We'll say John. Mm-hmm. Big picture. Uh, what kind of um, genre of literature is John? It's a narrative, for sure. But I think his purpose in writing John is to show the divinity of Christ. That's that's purpose. That's not genre. Yeah, so, you're right. You're right. I went uh, too far. You did. Come on, man. Bring Focus. it back. Focus. So the author is writing about who? Jesus. Okay. So when one author writes another, what's a book about another person's life? It's called a? A biography. It's a biography. Sure. So we got a, we got a historical biography. Now, uh, it's interesting, though, because when the biographer quotes somebody, so when Jesus is quoted as saying, I am the door, what genre is that? Well, uh, are you meaning as far as, as John is writing it? Uh, yeah. So John's writing in his biography, but then he's quoting right. Jesus and Jesus is actually um, speaking in different genres of literature. Right. He Right. Makes yeah, sense. Sure. So are you, are you trying to say autobiographical? No. Autobiography? Is that what uh, when he says, at? I am the door, is he literally a door? Is that historical? Is that factual? Well, it's factual mm-hmm. right. <laughs> in what he's saying, uh, but he's not literally a physical door. Right. So even in, in a biography, you have different z- subgenres. Sure. And intuitively, people read this and they're like, they, they don't even have to try. They know when genres right. change. They I know when saying. it goes, when there's a little bit of poetry or when they quote the Old Testament um, in, in a biography, you, you just intuitively know these things. You read sure. them. and I see what you're getting at. Sorry, I didn't know where you're going with that for a second. I'm sorry. And this is why we drink caffeine, Matt. Yeah. Is, I'm going to take a sweet water. Yes, I have a needle. Help. You can just inject it if that's cool. <laughs> but when people read the Bible, I think most of the time they just, they think it's harder than it is. Anything, anytime you think something's harder than you struggle with it. And then they don't really know what it is. Mm-hmm. And this is where most people, all you have to do is read in a study Bible or go on Google and read who was it written to, when was it written, what kind of literature mm-hmm. is it, and you'll be fine. Yeah. You may not get everything, but you'll get most. There's two primary schools of thought, covenantal and dispensational, and, and they both have, I'm not trying to go down that mm-hmm. rabbit trail, but they both look at the scriptures through different lenses, but they will both claim to interpret literally. Yep. And they both kind of will argue that the other side doesn't, and there's... I think they would. Kind of back I think they forth. would say literarily. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. But the the accusations from one camp to the other are you're not oh, being literal, right? Which is usually the dispensationalist, the covenantal guy. You're not being literal. No, I mean literal, 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 little literal. Anyways, there we go. Anyway, but I think the important thing is what type of genre is it? If if you're reading in the Psalms, they're primarily going to be poetic in nature, yeah. and so if you want to interpret the Bible and and take it. As it is, you need to understand the historical context. Like yep. you said, go in, find out what you're actually reading, and that will tell you how to read yep. it. You wouldn't you wouldn't read a novel and assume that this stuff really happened in yeah. the way that it did, you know? So in the same way, if you're reading or if you're reading a poem, you wouldn't think everything is literal to mm-hmm. be understood. You know, you'd understand, oh, there's imagery here that is representative. And so I think that's just when you're reading the scriptures, you need to know, okay, if this is wisdom literature, it's to be meant as general rules you know, general truths about life, general observations, that kind of thing. If you do this, then this. Does that mean categorically always in every case it's going to happen? You know, train up a child in the way he shall go, and when he's old, he will not depart from it. Does that mean that if you train up a child according to the word, then they're guaranteed to yep. walk with Christ forever? Not if you understand why, how a proverb is exactly. written. It's a general rule, not exactly. an absolute rule. So, Do you remember being a kid and reading the Bible and thinking— 
like struggling with wanting to take everything literally. Yes. Yeah. I got so confused sure. as a kid. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Jesus this isn't a door. My mom would be like, no, that's Michael. No. <laughs> but there are a lot of people who like, who try to find contradictions in the Bible by taking genres out of context. Totally. That's honestly a, a very common reality. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Matt, any final words on genres of the Bible? Nope. Nope. Good. All right. Nothing. Well, what, what about you back tomorrow? And when we're going to be answering a question on James 1.8, it says, what does it mean to be double-minded? That's a good question. Appreciate mm-hmm. that. See you guys tomorrow.